Congratulations! You found it! This is a book podcast featuring books you will want to read. Recommended by people who are passionate about books. Maybe a little too passionate. Starring the original book divas Martha Steele, Vonnie Golden, and Nicole Shaded. Also featuring book nerds Jessica Butcher and Josh Lupton. Together, searching for and finding book treasures every week. They are three book girls. Either. Well, I probably would have <laughs> taken a shower and put new pajamas on. Have you ever done that? Yes. <laughs> well, I've been in my house for like three days. It's really depressing. Mm. I had to go <laughs> somewhere today. Ah, Nicole's back. I hear that clickety clack. Which which what email did you send? Email me that list too. Uh. Do you remember? Was there I think it's your work email. Sorry, I wish this keyboard was a little quieter. It was, no, it's okay. okay. I kind of like it. It's a very funny. comforting sound. It's like the lullaby of the book girls. I know. I made the noise while you weren't here. <laughs> That's what Martha yeah. was like, I'll make Nicole noises. Oh, <laughs> uh, gosh. I got to look up my authors because Bonnie didn't write any of them down. Oh, my God. Listen. <laughs> I will do that next year. Resolution. I will write down authors. Resolution. Does anybody actually have New Year's resolutions? No. I don't feel like I ever really make any. My my resolution isn't really a resolution. It's just my pants don't fit anymore after Christmas. So it's like time to go on a diet. When your pants don't fit no more, you just stop eating. One of my favorite outtakes of all time, my friend Candace. God, I miss Candace. She lives in New York City now. She, <laughs> she was one of the most creative people I've ever known. And she walked into the control room and she was doing a, you know, yeah, you do testing, testing. And she walked up to the microphone. She went, testing. Testing. One, two, three. Oh my God, it was so funny. I thought I was going to die. It was the best outtake ever. And it was on one of those huge reel-to-reels. I finally threw it out thinking I would never again come into contact with a huge reel-to-reel player. And then when I came to work here, lo and behold, a reel-to-reel player. Huge fucking reel-to-reel player. Should I never thrown that thing out? Was it like her first time ever? Like on no, the she was just screwing or? around. Oh, she was just screwing okay. around. But Candace is such a creative that it just sounded like somebody, right, for the first time walking up to a microphone. Well, one so of my good. very first jobs, we had a pager system. <laughs> uh, just the first time I ever paged, I, you know, I was like, you know, so and so pick up one hundred and one. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. The person who was training me was over there dying laughing. <laughs> Testing. So I'm very sad. Not to change the subject. Okay. Starbucks was closed today. Tell me about it. I think they heard me swearing clear down at uh, clear down in Lawton tonight. It's Kayla, did they hear me swearing in Lawton? <laughs> Kayla could hear us. God, I was pissed. It's not even six o'clock on freaking New Year's Eve and Starbucks is not open. What the actual hell is that about? That's strike two for them. Last week, Nicole, we got here and Nicole's grande was only half full. It was more like a tall. Oh, Yeah, it was half full. Jeez. We took a picture of it. You're like, yeah. oh, it was probably the foam. I'm like, dude, we get coffee there every freaking week. We're not stupid. <laughs> you yeah. messed up. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So I like a uh, little pissed. No. The coffee. underground. It's my favorite. Underground what? The underground. It's a coffee shop <sighs> in a uh, Midwest city. Um, I've them. never heard well, of it. It's kind of out of the Pretty way good. for us, though. Yeah, it's like way out of the way for you guys. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I like them. They actually catered my friend's wedding. Did they really? Yeah, they make wow. Yeah, it was There's pretty a cool. Really cool coffee shop in Norman too, called I don't know something arty. I'll have to look that up. I think I know what you're talking about. You know about. that one? It's like some artsy. That one with the something. thing. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's an arty thing. <clears throat> yeah. Nicole, could you look at clickety clack? <laughs> yeah, look what up. Is, look up. Norman artsy. Norman artsy shop. coffee shops. God, that was a cool coffee shop. I went there with my friend Kat. We used to be in this writing club Michelangelo's. Together. Yes, 
God, that's How can a... you not remember Michelangelo? Well, I knew it was artsy. My sister would remember that crap because she's an artist. Michelangelo's. God, that was a cool coffee shop. Can't believe that you friend cheated on me and at a coffee shop. I did not friend cheat on you. Kat is my writer friend. It's okay to have a writer friend. You're not a writer. <laughs> I could be. <laughs> oh, man. I'm... All right. I'm not saying it would be good, but it could be. Ah. Cat fight in the studio. No. Okay, so how how are we doing this? Are we doing like our top three from this year or like... Well, actually, Vani and I had a really, really hard time whittling ours down. Yeah. So we we came down to ten. And then we cut it down to five. And then we cut it down to five. (laughs) Okay. But if we're just going to be very, very brief. Yeah, that's um, good. With each choice that we have. I would just like... Do like literally one sit- sentence recaps probably with. All right, and well, we were maybe a little bit. Sentence, maybe you like don't have three. To, yeah. <laughs> what our original plan was, because I think last year, what we you can tell them what episode to go back and listen to it, so we don't need to like completely. Oh re- yeah, that's, that's true. Oh, that's a good idea. Because I do have the episodes yeah. down there. That way we don't have to completely re-talk about. Good them. idea. Nicole. Well, we'll, we'll never get out of here. Yeah, mm-hmm. true. <laughs> Nicole, can you tell Nicole's in a big freaking hurry? She's Guys, got a date. I got a drink. I have a, I just she's got to get her drink on. I'm supposed to go to a movie with my parents. <laughs> Everybody's got a date except for me, and I have to run a remote. I'm sorry. Uh, sorry. <laughs> the only really thing sorry. I have a date with is my couch work. and my crocheting. I have to work on New Year's Hey, Eve. for the record, last week I took four days off of work and had to re- work three of the four days that I was on vacation oh. here Oof. for like seven hours. So at least I got like an extra hour uh, off. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Oof. I hate to say this, but at least you still have a job. That's true. Well, I was gone the last three days. I took three days off. Only well, two people. And yeah, the two most high profile people in our company got fired. They weren't fired. They were laid they off. They were laid off. But still, it was a huge hullabaloo while I was gone. Hullabaloo! Ha! <laughs> To find that, youngins. 2017 was truly a dumpster fire of a year. I hated it. It was Worst year a ever. sucky fucking year. Um, just a couple of days ago, one of my favorite authors passed away. Sue Grafton. I just finished Why is for Yesterday. You know her from A is for Alibi, B is for Burglar. Excellent, excellent mystery writer. I think she's classified as a mystery writer, isn't she? I think so. Creator, creator of Kinsey Mulhone, one of the best detectives ever. Mm-hmm. Um, private detective. She passed away from uh, from cancer, sadly, right after releasing Wise for Yesterday. Evidently, Z, the Z book, whatever it is, is going to be released next year. So she did finish it. I'm sure, because I thought I saw a thing about her family saying the alphabet ends at Y for us. Yeah, because, yeah, but uh, but they're still going to release that book. Okay. It's the principle of the thing, I think, for them. Okay. I could be wrong. Okay. I did read that, though. Yeah. But sad, very sad. And one of my very, very, very best friends ever, Albert Jordan, died yesterday. So I feel horrible, horrible, horrible about that. I'm gonna miss him. Mm-hmm. So tribute to Al. This podcast is for you, buddy. Screw yeah. 2017. He was the most logical man on the face of the earth. He would argue to. He would argue. We would do these fantasy. Um, he he was a Dungeons and Dragons player, right? <laughs> <laughs> he was the best Dungeons and Dragons player ever, ever because he would sit and argue the logic. Of all of, of all of the things, the uh, storylines, it would just drive us to distraction because he was Mr. He was this really smart guy, but man, he was annoying when it came to that kind of stuff. Well, that's not logical. That defies the laws of physics. Oh, shut up, Al, and just play. See, I'm kind of sad because uh, playing Dungeons be somebody the, I'd they're like dragons. To, well, like, yeah, they're literally dragons. <laughs> What'd you say, Bonnie? I'm sorry. I said I'm kind of sad because he sounds like somebody that I'd like to meet. Oh, he was awesome. Yeah. I guess you don't get to meet him after all. You would have met him this year when we go to Wyoming. Yeah, so, damn it, Al. Could, couldn't you hung on a little longer? And he loved Terry Pratchett, too. He was the one who turned... Well, he, well yeah? I think well, he was the one that turned me on to Terry Pratchett. Nobody's perfect. Oh, shush. <laughs> All right, so now that we're done with that part of this, the sad part of the show, I'm not going to cry because Al would have hated that. 
Let's move forward into the hmm. recapping of 2017, the major ass dumpster fire that it was. However, we read some awesome fucking books this year. Yeah, hey, we did. when the real world's shit, just go to fiction. That's right. Fiction is awesome. <laughs> we had some good... And this year, this time last year, we only really had half a year of books. Because we were... Bonnie and I were talking about that. We were talking about, why did we have such a hard time whittling down our choices last year? It was because we only had half a year of podcasts last year when we came to this point. Well, this year, we read 50... Well, I mean, I, I I counted up how many books I read this year. Just guess. Come on, guess. How many books did Martha read this whole year? An abnormally well, large amount. Yes, <laughs> me, personally. I'm, I'm sure it's triple digits. Yes, triple digits. I counted them up. Two hundreds. Not quite. 150. 161. 161 books is what I read. I didn't count the ones I didn't finish. Hmm. 161. Why now that's more than me? It's a lot of books. Yeah, it's more than me. So I had to whittle down out of 161 books. I picked 10 that I absolutely loved and then had to kick five of those out. So how hard was that? And I'm not doing it by genre like we did last year. No. But we're going to do it also by obviously the ones that we included in the podcast. Right. So, did I review Brave New World? Uh, no, I did. You did. Okay. But you could still pick it, though. So okay. it's yeah, one you of can us. pick it since it's one of the ones that we did. We can talk I about... Say, I don't remember if I did that or not. No, I did. Which Some of one? these, I'm like, did I read this? or did It's okay. <laughs> we can still talk about which um, Next year, I'll try to be better on my, on my list. Wow. All right. Now that I have that really cool journal that has all of the different slots that Nicole gave us for Christmas, yeah. I can... Uh, all right, so why don't we go forward? Um, Everybody could just like talk a little bit about theirs, yeah. like list them, tell them the episode, and say like why, why that's one of your favorites, and why you recommend somebody to read it next year. I think I'll start out with a funny book, since since I was just on a downer note a minute ago. Funny's good. With a book that surprised me so much that I loved so much this year, The Assistants. The Assistant. I wrote that wrong on the sheet. It's like, as in, you are my assistant. Right. Right. Assistants. By Camille Perry. All right. Now, remember, this book was about a girl who had a mountain of student debt. And she basically ended up, she worked for a very high-powered entertainment person and she ended up accidentally getting a refund for something that she paid for, mm-hmm. for him that was like a super, like a $20,000 refund on an airplane ticket yeah. that she had to pay for out of her credit card. She got a refund check for it, but then they refunded it to her before it hit her credit card. So she had this check, this refund check that was cut to her. Well, she ended up deciding that she was going to use that to pay off part of her student debt. And then this became a whole scheme between her and the other assistants in her, like, company to help others pay off their student debts. So she basically ran an embezzling ring. It was it was the it was one of the it was one of the funniest, most surprising, most heartwarming, and yes, I did say that word. Wow. Martha read a heartwarming book. But it was hilarious at the same time, though. It was very fun. It was just a fun book all the way around. I absolutely loved it. So that was on one of my top five books of the year, The Assistants by Camille Perry. What episode was it so people can go back and listen to it? Sorry, that was episode number 30. Okay. Bonnie? Well... You know that I'm going to talk about historical fiction because I love it. And you know it's going to be something about Nazis. Because, no, actually, she doesn't have any Ken Follett on her list. I only reviewed one Ken Follett this year. Yeah. I know. I'm going to retract that statement. I'm sorry. I know, right? (laughs) I was surprised myself when I was like, I only have one Ken Follett. I don't understand. (coughs) And it's actually not even one I'm going to review this year. Or, I mean, put on my favorites. I wish people could see. We're so proud of you, Bonnie. My face right now. I wish people could see it. I'm moving on. Ken Follett, your underwear took too long to get to me. (laughs) 
She'll still sniff it, though. <laughs> Sarah's Key was one of my absolute favorites, and that was in episode 27. And um, anyone who doesn't remember, that was the little girl who she had a, a brother who was probably about four or five years younger than her. And when the um, the Nazis came and took their family away to the concentration camp, she had locked her brother into a cupboard because they thought that they were coming back. And then the book is about her trying to get back and get her brother out of the cupboard, basically. Yeah. Okay. And what uh, episode is that in? Episode 27. And the uh, artist was Tatiana D. Rosny. I know I didn't say that right, so I apologize. But it was... Google it. Oh, my God. It was just... It was not a happily ever after book. I, you know, I tell you what happened no, in it. No, don't tell us. But I mean, I think anything that has uh, Nazis and Jewish and concentration camps is going to be a sad book. True. Yeah, true. Kind of know what you're signing up for there. But it, it's just one of the ones that after I finished it, I couldn't start on a new book for like a day. So book hangover. Yeah, I definitely had book hangover. Jessica, you kind of are at a disadvantage because you've only been with us for a short time. Episode 47 was my first one. Wow. So So, it's going to be a little harder for you to put as many books in, but feel free. I'm going to talk about episode 47 because it was my first one, and I talked about The Alchemist, and it's one of my favorite books of all time. I'll probably reread it (laughs) every year for the rest of my life just because it's so, I don't know, it's kind of eye-opening. It's a one of those someone goes on a journey thinking of find something and finds what he really needs in the end and it was it spoke to me it's one of my favorite books it's by uh, Paolo Coelho and I kind of like his writing it's a little bit more deep I guess so it's not like something you want to read all the time because it gets a little bit uh, much but it's I like it so. okay so 47 episode 47 alright Nicole okay uh, one of my favorite books this year, and it's relatively recent, it's going to be on episode 69, was Turtles All the Way Down by what? John Green. Somehow I knew that she, that I'm was going to be totally one of surprised. hers. It's literally, like, he's one of my favorite authors, and his newest release did not disappoint. But, yeah, it's about a girl with anxiety and kind of how she deals with it, and it's very, like, almost, kind of inspirational. I, I, I think I, I think I heard that they were talking about movies on that. Oh, it's already, a movie. it's adopted. They've already, there's... They They started casting it, I think, as well. Um, But yeah, so episode 69. 69, the do-over. Well, you know, if you're going to do anything over, it's a good thing it was 69. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) You you had to bring that in, didn't you? You You know, every time you say that, I think it in my head. I know, I know, I know, I know. Oh, is it my turn again? It is your turn. Yeah. All right. Get with the program, Martha. Okay. You can um, tell she didn't drink her Starbucks. All Are Wrong Todays by Elon Mastai. Elon Mastai. And that would have been episode 32. That was the, that was the time travel novel, the one where his father had created the time machine and he had the, um, I can't remember what he called them. They're not astronauts, they're chrono, chrononauts, chrononauts, where he fell in love with the girl who was the one who was going to go back in time. Mm-hmm. And so she, she, he was her backup, and he fell in love with her. And then, due to some unsur- unforeseen circumstances, he ends up taking her place, and he goes back in time and royally screws everything up changes one little thing and it changes everything it's a good it's a good way to show how one minute change yeah. can just just completely one, and, derail. and it does that throughout the book there are so many tiny little things tiny little changes mm-hmm. that that you just it, life is like that and i think that even though it was kind of a weird book and there was a lot of technology also, the technology was just so cool in this book. It was, even for people who are really fastidious about their, um, I think even you, like Vani. Yes. I was going to say, people like I me. I think even you would appreciate how everything fits together in this book. It had a lot of science in it. It had a lot of, a lot of moving parts, a lot of very interesting technology, 
but the storyline was so strong. It was really, really a good book. And I even bought a copy of that for my bookshelf. You know, I have read weird books before. And so long as everything fits in place and everything keeps making logic in, in the land that they live in, it's okay. It's when they go off grid that yeah. then I'm like, let's. Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah, it was really good. So uh, that would be All Our Wrong Todays. And I think that my. I believe that was on one of the lists as one of the top books of the year as well. Mm-hmm. That isn't why I picked it. I picked it because I liked it, but it turned out to be on one of the other lists as well. So it looks like I'm in good company on that one. Yep. So episode 32 on that one. Okay, and my next one, I'm going to go ahead and just get all my sad ones out at the very beginning. I think that's all my sad ones. <clears throat> is um, <laughs> is <laughs> Yeah because I like the sad novels, I can't help it, is Kite Runner by Khalid Hus- Hus- Khalid Husseini. Khalid Husseini, thank you. You're welcome. I had to, I read it for a class, so my teacher like made us pronounce it right. Oh. <laughs> but I read it a couple of times. Well, since I never too. know how to pronounce anyone's name, which is funny because when I was a telemarketer, I had like two seconds to look at somebody's name and ask for them, you know. I'm sorry pop- if I mispronounced this. <laughs> yeah, it popped up, and sometimes you'd get one that was like 13 d- or letters long, and you're like, ugh. Sorry, wrong number. But you're <laughs> right. You're saying up on them. <laughs> sorry. Was, anyway. This is Grisman. This is Grisman. <laughs> so this one, Kite Runner, was about a, a father and son and their um, servant and his son... And the two sons were friends. Um, Afghanistan, and they lived in Afghanistan. Afghanistan went into civil war. The the son and the dad escapes, and it's it's basically about the relationship between the two boys. Basically, that's what the book is about. Yeah. But another thing that I really liked about this book is, you know, the dad in Afghanistan he had a very prominent job, a very important prominent job, and then when he moved to America. He didn't. He became he, a refugee. Right. But then he had a very low class job. And it's just, I've read other books like this before. It just really shows the struggle that people who, immigrants that, that come to the country, how much they have to give up to be able to come to America. I loved that book. I read it. I did. I read it a couple of times because we had to read it for school. And I was like, man, I like this book. And it's just like the insight into that culture and then into the struggle that they have to have because right. of all these things is mm-hmm. just so... I couldn't finish Eye it. It was opening. just too goddamn depressing for me. Sorry. <laughs> a little rapey. I got about halfway through it, and yeah, I'm like, no, I'm not going there. I got to the rapey bit, and I'm like, no, no, not going to do it. It's a little too rapey. Too depressing. Yeah. Yeah. We That's how my class was. We were divided between people who like actually really are interested in the book and people who were like, who the hell thinks of this? <laughs> no, <laughs> but the hell if like that happens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, if that's how it really is over there, I mean... You gotta tell the truth. I don't know. It was, yeah. it was just really good, and it opened your eyes to a culture that you know nothing, or that I didn't know anything about. Mm-mm. And it was also one of the ones that gave me a book hangover, so... Oh, yeah. Book Most hangover. of my ones that I picked are ones that gave me a book hangover. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, All right. All and that was, that was episode 30, and it was The Kite Runner... By Khalid Hussini, yeah. is that right? Okay, that was the same episode as as the assistants. Mm-hmm. So uh, yep, that, it was. See, that was a great see, episode. That Everybody was a great go back and, and listen to episode. Is anybody 30? else going to pick anything from number thirty? No. Okay, I wasn't here. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> oh, sorry, okay, Jessica. So, on a lighter <laughs> note, I'm going to talk about the episode fifty-eight. Okay. Ch- choke by Chuck Palahniuk. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> I love Chuck. It was just so ridiculously screwy and funny and just messed up like a, a sex addict going to Sex Addicts Anonymous to pick up girls. And he's just a terrible person, but man, <laughs> you gotta love it. And yeah. thank you, Justin, for that. <laughs> yeah, that sounds pretty freaking hilarious. It does. You have to be, you have to be in awe of an author like Chuck who has the balls to write stuff like that because there are oh, people yeah. out there like that and people don't like to look at that. Especially because it's a little bit blasphemous because... A little bit? It's a lot of bit blasphemous. Sorry. Like, you know... Yeah. Sam read two of his books and Herm- he is really... That guy, I mean... I'd, yeah. He's a, he's a guy I would like to have coffee with. Yeah. He's... He is the, the kind of guy I would like to have a coffee yeah, with. Yeah. He's up there with Christopher Moore, yep. I think. He's a little yep. screwy. Very yep. much. 
It was fun. It was a fun book, though. Let's to what episode was that again? Fifty-eight. Okay. Okay. Mine is going to be in episode forty-four, and it's actually going to be the Silence of the Lambs, but like um, the whole trilogy, because I ooh, tore yeah. through those all three of them. Yes, that's that was sheer. one of my favorites too. Yeah, I guess Hannibal would be the technical. Tri- well, it was Red title. Dragon, yeah. Silence of the Lamb, and Hannibal. So the Hannibal trilogy, which is a, pretty much about a serial killer. It was that was so good. Yeah, it was. And I thought it was about aliens before I ever. Because I still have not seen the movie, so I thought Silence of the Lambs was literally like, so, like Children of the Corn, or that's what I put it with. Like I don't know what any. I've never seen either one of these. So Children of the Corn. Now he there you go. You, you should not judge a book by its cover, Nicole. Or a movie title. Or a movie that's title. What I, well, I think it was book. after I reviewed Red Dragon, and then you read the series. The series wasn't. Because yes. I picked up Red Dragon just for the simple fact that it had dragon in the name. How ter- how terrible is that? I'm like, and dragon. Then, and let's... then I said, oh my gosh, I can't believe you're going to read that. I love that book. But I had already downloaded <laughs> right. it, which is very yeah. bizarre because usually you tell me what to download. True. But she, wore, she wears like the that. pants in our relationship. I do. <laughs> and even though that I wear is... the strap on. <laughs> it's Sorry, go ahead. definitely not a new trilogy. Uh, it's like definitely worth reading if you like CSI or forensic files or fall asleep to unsolved mysteries like I do every night. Yeah, it was a good it's one. It's a wonderful little story. Yeah, and I don't really do a lot of true crime at all, and those ones I loved. No, but the characters in that, though, Nicole, wouldn't you say? The characters the, are really good. The entire story is yeah. really good. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing really about it that I don't like, so. Yeah. But yeah, episode 44, go back and listen to us talk about it even more. Even more. (laughs) And episode 41 for Red Dragon, by the way. Yeah. Oh, okay, good. They were both good. All right. Uh, Moving right along would be, for me, episode 51 and Spoonbenders. Spoonbenders was... It's hard to put some of the books that I chose into a category at all. I think for me, I mean, if if somebody asked you to put the goldfinch into a category, you couldn't do it. No. Right? Mm-hmm. You just have to be literature. Right. Yeah. Spoonbenders, some of these other ones that I would have picked kind of fall into that amorphous. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's about people. It's about a family of people who are extremely unique. It's about their connection and their life and their struggle um, mm-hmm. to get along and to go through life. But they're an interesting bunch of people because they're a family of psychics. Right. So wouldn't that be like kind of sci-fi fantasy no, kind of thing? Not really, though. Not I mean, what, really. where would you put like psychics and witches and ghosts? No, and but like but that? it's not like that at all. That's the thing that that the makes book doesn't read like that. No, not at all. Mm. Because the main person in the family the, is more like a huckster and a confidence man, more like a, a sleight of hand man. Really, he just happens to have some kids who have genuine talent. Mm. And so they fake their way through a lot of stuff. Hmm. And it's not really about the talent. It's about the family itself and the way they use their talent to good and ill. Hmm. It's it's so hard to explain that I think you just need to read so the book. So it's like the the psychic part of it is just kind of, it's, it's not way the background, focus. Way background. It's not the focus of the story. Not at all. Not at all. An excellent story. Listen to episode, what did I say it was? 51. And read that book. Excellent book. I highly, highly, highly recommend it. One of my favorite books of the year. It was super interesting when you talked about it, I remember. Bonnie. Awesome. Spoonbenders by Dan Gregory. I'm going to butcher this. Buildings Ramon. I could be wrong on that. Anyway. It's like a coming of age chore, like the kite runner and like the goldfinch. That's what they're called. I was like, there's a word for that. There's a word for that. Cool. I learned that. <laughs> what? Cool. Uh, 
I'm going to butcher this pronunciation, but I think it's Bildungsroman. It's like the coming of age story, like the kite runner goes from childhood to adulthood, kind of like the goldfinch. Oh, so maybe it falls into that category. I remember learning learning that word when we learned about the kite runner. It really does fall into that category. Maybe that's why it reminded me so much of that, even though the books didn't read anything it's like a coming of a age life. kind of thing, right? Because it follows the family from mm-hmm. the beginning clear to the to ma- maturity. It follows some of the characters through that whole journey, right? Very good. It's kind of nice to have some some people who actually went to college in here. I learned that hey. in high school. Hey, <laughs> Thank went, you, Miss Adams. I went to college. <laughs> yeah, I did sort of too, but I didn't college. I wasn't paying attention <laughs> to that kind of shit. Obviously. All right, go ahead. Okay, I'm going to go from my sad to one of the ones that I thought was the funniest, and it was Fiend. And that, that was episode 40, and it was by William Heinemann. And it's basically, it's an apocalyptic book, and everyone dies except for meth addicts. So basically, the meth addicts well, are... backwards are running the world. Everybody else turns into zombies. There's like this illness and the virus only attacks healthy people. So if you do meth, oh my God, you're not li- going to get the virus. Right, that's exactly. Twisted. And the it meth people, they didn't want them because they were, you know, they were faulty. So <laughs> the meth heads are running the world. And it's just, I mean... I think I'm going to have to read that. It's just, yeah. It just sounds way too <clears throat> twisted not to read. It is very, very wrong, and it's raunchy, and it's crude, and it's <laughs> wrong in so many ways, and freaking funny as hell. Like choke. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. It was just... The whole thing was just... I was going... Oh, my God. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> it was just... It was hilarious. And it was one of my favorites. <laughs> right. Exactly. It was just... It, it was... And, you know, I usually don't like apocalyptic books or zombie books. So this was very, very off for me to read. And But like I said, it was just hilarious. I don't know if this really gave me too much of a book hangover, but it was one of the funniest books I think I've ever read. So I had to, I had to mention it. Yep. Okay, Jess, your turn. Okay, I'm going to jump forward to episode 61, one of our themed... Uh, podcast for Halloween. I don't uh, remember if I said that I was remember. I know which one she's going to pick because she got a book. I did. <laughs> um, I read Anna Dressed in Blood by Kinder Blake and uh. the sequel which is called The Girl of Nightmares and it's about ghosts and ghost hunters and weird love between the two and it's just funny and it's a lot of mystery and just weird stuff mm-hmm. and I loved it, and I now own the first edition signed copy of it, thanks to Garrett. So obviously, I liked it a lot. <laughs> but he actually got it signed. Mm-hmm. It's a signed first. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. Pretty cool. You have the best boyfriend ever. I do. Oh my god, <laughs> she has the best boyfriend ever. It <laughs> does. I was supposed to go to a date at a bookstore, and I got stood up. Oh, I'm sorry, mommy. No, she'll never forget that either. Makes you feel any better? He's very in. Sad. A, he's rafting the Grand Canyon, and he left today. So. I'm, sorry. I'm alone on New Year's. Me too. <laughs> and I have to work on New Year's too. So. Bah humbug. Does that make you feel bad, Nicole? Because you have a date tonight and none of us do? It's not really a date when I live with them and I go everywhere with them. Just saying. <laughs> well, it's almost yeah. like you're married. <laughs> well, I am married, Basically. but my husband's not even home tonight. So. And we're literally going to sit on a couch at a friend's house. Yeah, but I'm not even going to sit on a couch with anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, go ahead, Nicole. You get to pick another one. Okay, this one you told me to read. I told you to read it? Yeah. I kind of believe that. I told you to read it. I can't. Episode 55. I see it, so I can't guess. (laughs) And it is Girl with the Pearl Earring. Oh, yes. Oh, I'm so pleased you picked it then. (laughs) I'm really pleased you picked that. This one is historical fiction, and it's, well... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's about um, what's his the painter's name? Vermeer. Vermeer. Yeah. So Vermeer is very famous, and it's uh, I went and actually read about him more after I read this book. It's fascinating, yeah. isn't it? And I remember seeing this book a million times, like in high school, but I never picked it up for some reason, and it was actually really good. And uh, Vermeer was very secretive; nobody really knew anything about him. So this book kind of gives him 
like a life that you, right. it's not 100% accurate or anything but it's very like interesting and like you kind of fall in love with the characters and it's very like visual I still have that, that at home I need to read it it reminds me a lot of Confessions of an Ugly Stepsister really? yes that's it, another one I have at home I the have parallels between those two books for some reason since I've read both of them there, there's a definite same feel to those two books. I recommend that you guys read. Yeah. yeah. But Girl with a Pearl Earring is, while it is also not a 2017 release or anything, I would put it in my top historical fiction novels. It's, I, it's just a really good story. Well, none mm-hmm. of these are 2017 yeah. releases. I mean, they're, they're book girl picks for 2017, mm-hmm. but... Those are just from our podcast for this year. I suppose we should have, uh, we should have clarified that. We read what we read during our year, right? And sometimes they're new releases. Sometimes they aren't. Right. It just kind of depends. Right. It's mainly <clears throat> it's whatever because, triggers our fancy that week. Well, and whatever we can get at the library. We're not right. rich enough to go out and buy. The normal person is not rich enough to go out and buy every book they want no. exactly when they want it. Wouldn't you agree? Oh well, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, that's why we do it this way. <clears throat> we got to wait in line at the library just like everybody else. <laughs> yeah, no preferential treatment for us. Nope. <clears throat> All right, so Girl with the Pearl Earring by... I know her name. I don't remember. Yes. Well, Tracy Chevalier. She was awesome, by the way. She's read a, a, written a bunch of other ones, too. It was really a short book, wasn't it? A couple, 300 pages, something like that. It wasn't very long. I don't. I read it on Kindle, so I don't. Oh. Didn't really it wasn't pay very attention. Long. Right. No, it's pretty. I have the actual book at home, and it, it looked. It looks like it's not yeah, very it's long. Pretty thin. Martha, you're All right, up. Okay, okay. So I'm in episode sixty-four. We had it down to five at six. the library the other day. I got it down to six. Yeah, I'm gonna have to do six because I couldn't. <clears throat> so you weren't gonna do sixty-four at the library. Did you I throw wasn't? it back in. Go ahead, throw it back in. It's fine. You I like wasn't to talk. I going to do it. No. I'm, no, do no, it. It's fine. No, it's I'm fine. skipping it's it. Fine. I'm skipping it. <laughs> I'm just telling you what okay, you told I'm me. Okay, I'm going at the episode 66. Thank you for reminding me. Episode 66 All the Birds in the Sky by Charlie Jane Anders. This is the book that I, I spent an audible credit on. And when I first started listening to it, I was. I didn't like listening to it because it was kind of a weird beginning. Mm-hmm. And I quit listening to it for a while, because you know sometimes you're just not in the mood, yeah, or whatever. I've done that before. Yeah, and I was and really put back. off by mm-hmm. it. But then when I went back to it, it just hit me in the face with a shovel. I just mm-hmm. totally loved it. It's very strange. Uh, once again, people start out as kids and then grow up, and it follows them throughout their life. I have a thing about that, I guess, because mm-hmm. most of the books I picked were that. Buildings Ramon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they started out, um, the, the little boy was a techno freak. He built a computer in his closet. She was a witch, and they were on opposite sides, but became friends. And then later, they were on opposite sides and sort of joined forces, kind of. Mm-hmm. And it was an excellent book and turned out to be one of my favorites. Surprise, surprise. So there you go. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yep. <clears throat> All right. Up next. Well, my next pick was episode 49. And it's one of the creepiest books I think I've ever read. And it was called You by Caroline Kempts. K-E-P-N-E-S. And it's basically about a oh, dude. Oh, is that your cyber stalker book? That's this. This. It, well, he cyber stalked and regular stalked her. He <laughs> he stalked her in every means possible and just all the stalks. And he was a very charming an individual. Stalker. So he, you know, talked. He talked his way into getting to her apartment when she wasn't home. Stole her cell phone and stole her passwords. Text and all of this. He started all of this because he saw her at a bookstore buying a book and cyber stalked her name online and found out all the information about her. God, you're creeping me out just talking about it now. Yeah, which could happen to anyone. I cannot read that. Anyone. 
Nope, I spend too much time in bookstores. <laughs> and my favorite part of this is it's told in the narrative of the stalker. So you hear how he rationalizes these things that he does that are wrong, mm-hmm. but he's like, but it's for her best interest, you know? <laughs> and when it's really not. Yeah. That's creepy <laughs> but, as shit. But yeah, it's just, it, it was creepy and weird. And it had a few twists and turns, and just you thought it was going to stall out in places, and then it picked right back up. Mm-hmm. So, it was, it was, it was creepy. Like I said, this is one of the ones that, you know, I read this and thought, well, maybe I should start paying cash everywhere I go. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> Especially when you have an unusual name that is, you know, a name that isn't very common. <clears throat> when people look you up, because this this girl that had kind of an unusual name, so she was easy to find. I mean, you know, if your name is well, you in know, this day and age, I bring find you everywhere. Yeah. yeah, but if your name is like Joe Smith, true, and you pull up all the Joe Smiths, you're going to have a lot. If, Jessica, most generic white girl name. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. If you you know you have like a different kind of name, then true, it's really easy to find somebody. I mean, you don't have to know very much information to cyberstalk somebody. Yeah. Let me tell you. And she would know. I've done it just to see what I can find. (laughs) She likes to cyberstalk people. Well, I mean, I don't do it like to find out information. Sometimes I just do it to to see what I can find. Like under my own name. Mm. But like it's just it it was a freaky it was a very very freaky it's Lovely. it's creepy very very creepy all right Nicole let's, okay let's get out of or I'm sorry Jessica <laughs> oh sorry oh, Jessica <laughs> skip me Jessica <clears throat> I'm like scrolling through this list and I just passed the episode where I reviewed the dinner and I still hate that book um, <laughs> I didn't like that book either. no we're going best not worst I know. best uh, <laughs> mine's next one's probably episode fifty six of the Museum of Extraordinary Things by uh-huh. Alice Hoffman. I liked it just because it was kind of different. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it was like a weird story about a girl who is in her father's like museum because she has webbed feet and he's turned her into like a look like a mermaid. And it's yeah, just see, that's it's just, just weird. weird. It's sad, but it was interesting and it, it is kind of sad. But it has a happy ending. Mm-hmm. A little bit heartwarming. <laughs> happy endings are good. Very good. Heartwarming. <laughs> hey, hey, you used it first. <laughs> exactly. Just teasing. Just teasing. <sighs> okay. All right. So this one is going to be uh, I Am the Messenger, or The Messenger, depending on what title you're... It's depending on where you live. It's a different title. Um, but it's by the same author as The Book Thief, which is Marcus Zusak. Oh. And oh. Uh, this I didn't is... I know that had an alternate title. Well, it's just I am the messenger or the messenger. No, it's what by the same author. Oh, sorry. What episode? Um, I can't find. Thirty-three. It. Um, oh. and it's about a kid who starts getting these cards with names on it, and he goes and okay. like figures out what these people. He's supposed to be helping them, but sometimes he has to like hurt them to help them, and it's super interesting. Yeah, see, um, that one was kind of creepy to me too. I don't know why, but and he doesn't know who's giving creepy. him these cards. But it's yeah. I don't, if you like, uh, hold on, the book thief, which I l- fell in love with the book thief. Um, his writing in this is just as awesome. Their stories are like completely different, but he just does a really good job. Hmm. Well, I like the book thief. Mm-hmm. So the did I. I loved it. Mm-hmm. It's hard to imagine a more different subject, though. <laughs> right. <laughs> Completely different. Mm-hmm. That's good. You don't want a one-trick pony. Mm-mm. Nope. You want a pony that turns into a dragon. Okay. <laughs> you need a horse of many colors, like Wizard of Oz. This is our last one, right, guys? <laughs> yep. yep. Martha? Yep. Oh, sorry. Okay. Mm-hmm. The last one I'm picking is Bonfire. Bonfire by Kristen Ritter. And I just... I just reviewed this on episode 68. It hasn't been that long ago. But it was such a surprise. I had a really hard time trying to decide whether I was going to do this one 
or Little Fires Everywhere. I, I, it took me forever to choose between those two. But at the end of the day, I picked this one because this is her first book. Mm. So at, at the end of the day, the deciding vote went to Kristen Ritter because this book was so awesome and it was her first book. Mm-hmm. And it's a story about her going home again after having been away and there was a mystery from when she was younger and she comes back as an attorney and she's trying to you know solve an old mystery and it was just such a great book and such an excellent read and fast and furious and wonderful and had a little bit of a girl crush on Kristen Ritter too yeah sounds like it yeah happens and I bought it from my bookshelf it's always good when you buy it for the bookshelf yeah so and it was a new release too so bing 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 awesome well my pick is also 68 Oh, that was so a good episode. So obviously that must have been a great episode. It was a great episode. Actually, it was a really great episode. Uh-huh. We can't, we cannot end the year without having at least one Joe Hale book on there. Heart-shaped Very box. true. And Heart Shaped Box was true. awesome. I just, it was really I, good. I love his writing style. I really do. I know that I've talked before that Stephen King, which is his dad, um, gets a little bit wordy for me. Joe Hill doesn't seem to have that problem. Now, I've read one of his books that he did get a little wordy, but the other, like, what, three that I've read, I've absolutely loved. Man, I wish I would have picked a fireman. That was last year, though, wasn't it? Yeah, we read that last year. But um, this is about basically, like, an old retired rock star who likes to collect weird items, and he buys a suit that's supposedly haunted off of, like... <laughs> It's not like eBay, but it's like a smaller version of eBay, like more exclusive. Specialized. <clears throat> and he gets it, and lo and behold, it's haunted, and this ghost like tortures them, and blah, 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 goes on a journey. Torturizes them. <clears throat> <laughs> I wanted to say tenderize. <laughs> and just, it's... It really just keeps your interest through the whole thing. It's one that I was ready because I was reading. Was I? Re- I can't remember if I was reading. I'm pretty sure it was on my phone. But it's one of the ones that I wanted to go somewhere that I had to wait so that I could read my or listen to my book. Yes, it was awesome. And that was also episode 68, Heart Shaped Box by Joe Hill. I definitely recommend it. All right, Jessica. <clears throat> uh, mine's from episode 69. Bonnie, no comment. <laughs> I'll be good. Uh, I read Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children by Ransom Riggs. Actually, I read the trilogy. It's Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children, Hollow City, and then The Library of Souls. And I actually own all three of those. Now I got them for Christmas. Yay! Awesome. But I really enjoyed them. It's like, it's just kind of this weird world where different things can happen and they all have powers, which I think is interesting and... I don't know. I liked it a lot. Sweet. Sweet, 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 sweet. Okay. So the, uh, picking a last one is pretty difficult, I just got to say. But I'm going to go with <laughs> The Handmaid's Tale because, uh, one, it made national headlines. It did. And I read it this year, mm-hmm. too. And it was really good. Um, yes. It was a lot different than my perspective of it based off of what everybody else was saying. Mm-hmm. Um and it's kind of short, and I thought it was going to be more in-depth, but it is a really good read. Very good read. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's essentially, and it does have a lot to do with kind of the way the world is, uh, like, there's hints of it, um, but essentially it's about a girl who's in this world, well, she grew up in, like, the normal world, and then stuff happens and they don't really tell you what but they tell you like women are starting to be like, like all of a sudden got we're like yeah yeah and so now they're all kind of indentured whether they're like a, a wife or a handmaid maiden or like they all are in different classes like they lose their identities mm-hmm. and so she becomes a handmaiden and she's forced to to have sex with this guy see if she can have a kid and then mm-hmm. yeah it's like massively terrifying majorly creepy yeah majorly yeah. creepy yeah so, it sounded, but i think i'm pretty sure that that's going to make the list this year because 
There, there's just it was been the, so it was many... the top selling book on Amazon. Oh, it's this still year. like it's number one on yeah. everything. Still, like yeah. so this... many people who talk about that book. Yeah, so that's kind of a, part of the reason why I picked it. But it also because I did enjoy reading it. Just be, I don't know. It, it just because of how much it makes you think about everything. Yeah. So yeah, that is sweet. Number five. Awesome. And I would just want to give a couple of mentions to some other books, just real quick. That were also really excellent. The Change Agent, which I really wanted to talk about from episode 52, and The Knicks from episode 36. The Knicks I actually bought from my bookshelf, but it was so weird I couldn't possibly um, put it in any category and it was hard to explain it. <laughs> yeah. But it was so good. So I would still recommend both of those books. So there you go. All right. Hey, I do want to mention I read uh, Night Circus, which was not on 2017 podcast. It was on a 2016 podcast Mm -hmm. that Martha read, and I I got it for Christmas last year. And you finally read it? And I just finished reading it, and it was very good. And I have it now. She has it, too. It's really good. So just if anybody remembers that book, go read it. Um, That's one of my plans over break. I want to finish... Maybe you can review it in the new year, Nicole. Yeah. I uh, mean, if it's... We, uh, it, I read it in like two days. Yeah, really? Fast. Fast, yeah. fast, fast. Even though it's like 600 pages. Yeah. It's a big book. Yeah, it was a... It, it, absolutely beautiful descriptions, wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. Man. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Yeah. So does anyone have any book goals for... I think we should do an entire episode That's on next resolutions week. next week. On resolutions. Did you see what I, po- I posted it on Facebook? Mm-hmm. Okay, I've, my bunny rabbit ate my computer cord in half, so I've kind of been <laughs> off yeah. of the computer for a while. Yeah. Um, and I, I, hopefully the cord that I gave you tonight will help you yeah. out with that. But well, if not, um, we're gonna have to go get one anyway. I think I'm gonna print my that son out. Starts school. I think I'm gonna print that out before before we leave here for you because it was a really great list it wasn't like going to school you know it was a list that I think everybody could really get behind and I think we could really talk about a lot of options for that next week and really have fun with it and I think mm-hmm. our listeners can get involved in it well, too I just meant personal God I'm so glad 2017's over oh! heard that Happy, Happy New, New Year! Year and that's gonna do it for Three Book Girls Three Book Girls are on Twitter and join the conversation on Facebook Three Book Girls a Steel Trap production Three Book Girls